This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America, formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more at cleanfuels.org. Good Thursday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. Negotiators have reached a tentative deal on a five-year contract between the nation's largest railroads and labor unions, preventing a strike that could have severely impacted the agriculture supply chain heading into harvest. Mike Steenhook is the executive director of the Soy Transportation Coalition. He says even though the agreement prevented a strike, there are still frustrations between the two parties that will need to be resolved in the future. A lot of the railroad workers uh, believe that the, the wage increase is insufficient, that the, the new kind of rules related to time off and scheduling that were some of the real points of contention, that still needs to be resolved. So there still are issues that they will, will likely work through uh, for, the, for the years to come. But I, I expect that the rank-and-file membership will ratify the agreement and then just simply you know, continue these negotiations into the future. Steenhook says this agreement should be viewed as an opportunity to make improvements to the rail system. We just don't have capacity in the other modes of transportation. As good as they are with our inland waterway system, with our trucking sector, they cannot simply absorb what our freight rail system accommodates on a daily basis. The deal now heads to a union ratification vote. The head of the Securities and Exchange Commission says he doesn't want a proposed climate disclosure rule to put a burden on farmers and ranchers. SEC Chair Gary Gensler was before the Senate Banking Committee for a hearing today. There were many concerns from senators about the SEC's proposal and the impact it would have on producers. Gensler says the proposals will not target the Scope 3 emissions generated in the ag supply chain. If the company deems that it's material, or if the company already has made a public commitment to manage Scope 3, and that's totally voluntary on their part, then we said you had to estimate, and we, we, look, we've gotten a lot of comments on this, and it, there's no goal to touch farmers in any of the states that you represent or ranchers. Gensler says the purpose of the rule is to set a standard for companies to follow to make sure they don't misinform the public on the climate pledges they are making. Are you making a commitment to the public on how you're managing it, this public company, and then how are you estimating it? And we did say estimating it. We said there was a safe harbor. So we put some legal uh, protections on it. You can read up on the SEC hearing and learn more about the rail agreement in our coverage on agripulse.com. Finally today, a Biden administration representative offered the House Ag Committee the latest on USDA's rural broadband efforts today. Agripulse's Amy Mayer has more. Undersecretary for Rural Development Sochi Torres-Small said interest in round four of the ReConnect program is strong. It's allowing several federal agencies to collaborate in funding rural Internet expansion. Ranking member Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania expressed concern that some Beltway-centric groups don't know farm country. I believe the FCC needs adult supervision. Um, and needs supervision of people that understand rural America. I'd be much more comfortable if you all were at the tip of the spear on this versus in the relationship that you have. Torres Small said in small communities, relationships are paramount. USDA employees offer a bridge between local residents and other federal workers. It's absolutely a fundamental piece of, of who we are, having people living in the communities that we serve. The hearing also touched on the process of mapping the locations of Internet dead zones, something currently conducted by several agencies. Torres Small said with every iteration, the process gets better. 
and less reliant on census tracts as the unit of measure for coverage. I remember when I was in Congress, the census tract issue was the bane of my existence because out in the West, you've got big states, you've got big land, and a census tract is not uh, an accurate area of measurement for whether or not you have high-speed internet. The ReConnect program is accepting applications until November 2nd. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America, formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Clean Fuels is a farmer-founded trade association representing rapidly growing low-carbon fuels like biodiesel, renewable diesel, and sustainable aviation fuel. For more information, please visit cleanfuels.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peigel.